Welcome to Manufacturing Talks with Jim Vinosky. Industry has a million cool stories, and Jim talks to the movers and shakers who are making them happen. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to Manufacturing Talks. We are live from Detroit from the American Gear Manufacturers Association Motion and Power Technology Expo. I'm here now with Nicole Walter. Welcome, Nicole. Hi. Hello. How are you today? Tired, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, good. Yes, yes. Uh, Nicole was filling me in before we got on on all her crazy activities, and we'll get into some of that here as we chat. Um, but yeah, so I, I've actually known Nicole for several years. Yeah. And this is the first time we've met in person. Crazy. But it was so exciting to see you. Same here. And yeah. give you a hug because it's been a long time. And it's weird when you've met someone not in person, yep. but over the phone, over yep. podcasts, over writing stories. Yep. Yeah. It's our world anymore. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's a little nutty. And it's always just a lot of fun to meet people in person for the first time. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, so you made my morning. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? That's false because I think you've only talked to like two other people. So I don't know. <laughs> well, but the morning's almost over. So you own that. Yeah. I mean, your competition's mad. Oh, that, oh boo. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Matt. All right. So Nicole is CEO of HM Manufacturing. Yeah. And uh, lots more we'll talk about <laughs> as much as we can within the half hour. But let's start with HM. So tell, tell me a little bit about that about the company and your background how you got into doing what you're doing yeah so a little bit about hm hm is primarily a precision manufacturer of timing belt pulleys gears swines shafts um in a lot of different ranges so anywhere from a half inch all the way up to 18 inches um, we do a varietal of materials um primarily for aerospace defense uh packaging um processing food processing medical i feel like it's just like an endless thing that we do yeah. and that's really cool but we are a second generation manufacturer so my dad started it in 1979 and i came on board the latter half of 2009 and have been kind of sucked in ever since so <laughs> i love it and then how i kind of got into it i mean it's just crazy because i was never supposed to be in the business whatsoever um, but of course, 2009, it was the worst time to kind of come out of college and try to find a job, but right. manufacturing wasn't doing well at all. No. And so my dad's like, wow, you know, you talk a lot. I think you would be great in sales. Come help me out. So I really you did start. I know you talk a lot. <laughs> I don't know nice. if that's good or bad, but uh, some days I think it's bad, but um, yeah. So I started out on the shop floor and so I learned how to do um, inventory management. I learned how to do shipping, receiving. I learned how to press in bearings, um, uh, heat shrink flanges on, and then it just morphed into the internal side of things out in the office area. And now I run machines. I'm NIM certified. So yeah. you know, today I was talking earlier at a at a woman's breakfast, and they're like, "Do you identify as an engineer?" And I go, "I identify as a machinist, as an engineer, as an accountant, as a marketer." I identify as so many things. So yep. it's been really cool to be able to touch every part of the business. Yep. I love seeing the pictures you have on LinkedIn where you're down running a CNC machine or something like that. Um, I've been in manufacturing my whole career. And those of us who really know manufacturing know 
you can't get away from the floor because that's where you learn Everything. how the business yeah. is really doing. Yeah. Right? And I think it's good too because I have a whole new appreciation for the team. Right. And and yeah. so when you're standing on those mats for eight hours, it's uh it's it's a lot. Yep. So I've even kind of retrofitted how we do things with like stools and different mats with pads mm-hmm. and um, you know, I buy the guys new boots all the time so that they're always comfy. So it's just it's a different appreciation and then to be on the on the floor with them is, is really cool too. Yep. And I think they yep. like that. You follow Stephanie Stuckey? I don't. Oh, you should. Oh, no. Now I feel like I don't know something. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I get to tell you this story. (laughs) Stephanie Stuckey is from the family that had the Stuckey's stores. Okay. You know, the little roadside stops where you get gas and snacks and things. Okay. And that all went away. It was a mess. You know, it was sold to corporate interests, and they destroyed it like they always do. And (laughs) then she had the opportunity. Her dad got it back, but it was not doing well she had the opportunity a few years ago to buy it and she bought it and you know like you was never it. supposed to be in the business. yeah she was like an environmental lawyer for the city of atlanta or something wow but anyway the reason i mentioned her is i saw a video just a couple of weeks ago of her on the floor of her candy factory in georgia helping pack stuff into you've got to do what you got to do yep and i gave her huge kudos yeah. like, you know you haven't been in manufacturing that long stephanie but you have got it That's yeah exactly where you, you have do. to roll up your sleeves i actually used to hate when my dad would come home and he would smell like oil i'm like Ugh, that is so gross take a shower <laughs> and now if i don't smell like oil i'm like it was not a good day yep. we did we did not cut chips we did not send out product i that's that's the new perfume I, I have to have that now <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so you got into it and you got Hooks. deep into it. Very much, yeah. Um, so tell us about the business. I mean, it's really cool because what you do is the mainstay of what, of what all everyone's these here for. Are doing out yeah, here, right? yeah, yeah. Um, so your stuff, tell us about some of the things it goes into and yeah. you know, what are your old school businesses? What are you looking to as far as opportunities down the road? Yeah, so old school, we used to be automotive because my dad started the business because he was an F1 racer. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. And ironically, now he drives like a turtle. So someone really <laughs> needs to help me out with that one. Um, but, you know, because that was the thing. It was gearboxes, it was gears, and it was yep. it was automotive. And then in 1990, he kind of pivoted to more of the printing side of things. Okay. Um, and then I would say in the last five years, we've really expanded our capabilities and our products. So we were just really timing belt fully based. And now we do a ton of gears, spur gears, internal uh, shafts, splines. And then the industries have changed as well. So mm-hmm. now it's very much food processing, beverage packaging, aerospace defense, medical. Um, some of our products go into the SpaceX things. Um I've had to sign extensive NDAs for stuff for the government that I don't know where it goes. I just know if it gets blown up, it I don't come calling for me. Right, right. <laughs> um, and then, of course, some other stuff, too, is um, that you would never think. We do a lot of stuff for the Chicken McNuggets for McDonald's and their hamburger right. patties. Yeah, so it's really cool to see a lot of different arrays. Um, some things that I don't even want to know, but yeah. they, they make uh, 40,000 pounds of Chicken McNuggets an hour. And so we have, and that's just one line, and we have the whole line of gears, of splines and shafts, and we do all of that. So Mm -hmm. it's really cool to see 
all the chicken nuggets that I consume, I'm a part of. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you get to something that comes up again and again in dealing with uh, this association is deers are in everything. They're everywhere. Yeah, and I think that's a good message that we should be showcasing to a lot right. of people, right? Like on Instagram, on TikTok, and a lot of things, because people don't realize that everything here has been manufactured, yeah. right? So we touch every aspect. Um, yep. And yes, gears are in every single thing. Whatever we're, we're touching, it's because a gear was definitely a part of that. Yep. Okay. And so you're running this company yep. down outside Chicago and you obviously didn't have enough to do because then you get involved <laughs> with the National Association of Manufacturers. Right? Yeah. What are you doing with them? Um, so I'm on a ton of boards, Jim. Like, I'm crazy. <laughs> And when I tell you that I don't sleep, I don't sleep. And yep. I know we talked about that I'm on three hours of sleep. Yes, yes. Yeah. Had to run and get your coffee. I we did. Get this here. is probably my fifth one. I don't think it's helping anymore. <laughs> but um, so I'm a part of NAM, which is the National Association of Manufacturers. And I absolutely love that group um, because we do a lot with advocacy. And I think mm -hmm. it's really important to be on Capitol Hill and to be a part of policy that really impacts um, not just small businesses, but manufacturing as a whole. And we're yeah. trying to create policy that works for us, yep. um, that keeps the innovation forefront, that we're very like hard with the IP. We're trying to get the politicians to understand that the things that they do really can can hurt us, make or break Absolutely. us, right? Yep. And so I really enjoy that. And I've, I've been to the White House a few times. I've been a part of um, hearings to know share my side of things especially as a small manufacturer yep. um and, and so that's really cool with nam is that it's it's really heavily driven on policy mm -hmm. advocacy and then on the other side of things um they're really invested into the next generation and so they yep. have this bus tour where they go all the way around and they have like the simulators and they try to go to a lot of these areas to try to get people to understand what manufacturing is so i'm yep. really proud to be a part of that and it's great too i know in the past years ago and am got a bad rap for just catering to the big names the big corporations yeah, yeah. and so to have someone like you from a, a small machine shop in the midwest having a voice in there yeah. really really speaks well of what they've done too and they have to right because yeah. there's more of us than there is the big corporations That's and right. i understand yeah. that they have the big dollars to pay for it um but the problem is is that the corporations are supported by the small manufacturers That's and right. so i think everyone's starting to understand that the more you keep hurting us, the less and less there is of us. And it ultimately really, you know, it kind of goes all downhill from there. Yeah, definitely a problem. And then closer to home, because now having done that, you had all that other spare times, the IMTS. Yeah. Right? So, I love IMTS. And I yes, love, I see it all the time. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about that. Um, so I've been super blessed to get to know all the rock stars at IMTS. Um, you know, I used to go as a kid with my dad. I used to come with all those swag bags. Yeah. And I used to be with the big eyes being like, oh, my gosh, this is so epic and so big. I would love to be a part of it. Yep. And I just think maybe I manifested that into some sort of reality because last year I was one of their rock stars and I was yeah. on their billboards and I was everywhere. Um, and it was because of the story that I pitched to them. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, I've got a really good story that I think not only is it going to be impactful for people but definitely for women and, and like how you just go through adversity and you just deal with it and you just keep your head down and keep working yep. um 
And so because of that, I've uh, gone to their headquarters a lot. I'm, I'm with them a lot. I, I work with them on, on a few different stories and trying to promote manufacturing and also trying to get other leaders involved with IMTS. But yep. I was just with them at Emo. Yep. So yep. that was super fun. Very cool. And we had a, a little mini series of uh, me, Peter, and Travis on our journeys to Emo. And the differences of what a show looks like, a manufacturing show, mm -hmm in Germany looks like versus the ones that we have here. Right. Yeah. Yep. So then um, you also do local stuff in Illinois, right? You're involved in some uh, manufacturing associations down around Chicago. Yeah. Like I said, Jim, I'm crazy and I have no time, but yet I add more. Yeah. So I am the current chairman of the Technology Manufacturing Association, yep. Yep. which is a 98-year-old association. Cool. I am the first Latina ever, so that's always so fun and exciting to see how that's changed throughout yeah. the years. Yeah. Um, but I'm proud of the work that we do there. We have an education foundation portion, so we're, we grant money to the local high schools with a manufacturing program. Mm -hmm. um, I'm on those advisory boards because that's super important to be able to kind of curate the types of classes that they're they're offering and saying, hey, right. this is what we're seeing. This is what I think you should be teaching the kids because this makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, the education, the training um, for local shops like myself. And yeah. they've done such an impressive amount of work with really adding a lot of classes with their apprenticeship program, their three-year apprenticeship program that's um, sponsored by the Department of Labor of Illinois. Mm -hmm. So when they're done with that, they have this huge certificate. It's a big deal. So, uh oh, it's huge. Yeah. yeah. I use you guys in the, as an example of what we should be doing everywhere. Yeah. Because it, it's multifaceted, the whole outreach to young people who decreasingly understand what we do in manufacturing. Right. And then the, the whole training piece. You know, how are we going to replace all these skilled baby boomers who are in the process of retiring? Right yeah, now? and it's a scary thing, and, and that's why I think it's so important to get it from a younger level and then morph that in mm -hmm. so that they, they get an understanding. But TMA has done an incredible job trying to get people educated and also skilled up so that yeah. they feel like there's not you're not just a button pusher, but that there's a career path in manufacturing. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so back to the show. Obviously, yeah. you, you've got multiple things going on here, but for, for you, for HM, what are the big things you want to get out of the show here? What, what are the big highlights for you? So I've never been to this show. Okay. So I'm here with like new eyes, which is really exciting. Uh -huh. um, I'm blown away by the amount of members that actually are displaying here and that they have a booth. I think mm -hmm. that's really cool, not just for the association level, but it just shows how much they really believe in the AGMA product, right? I mean, because right. that's just what this is. Yep. Um, and so for me, what I'm trying to look at, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what kind of machinery I want on my floor for next year. Mm -hmm. So I think for now, it's just kind of figuring out who is going to be best suited for us at HM and where we're going to go. I don't know if I want another uh, gear shaper, if I want a gear grinder, um, and so we're just trying to figure out where is our product line going? Where mm -hmm. is our capabilities going to go that's going to be in line with our future customer yeah. as well? So, so kind of like walking the floor and trying to get an idea of, of all the things. As you think about that, what, you know, looking down the road, what do you see as potential opportunities that you haven't tapped into for the business? At yeah, so I think for us, it's going to be more on the robotics side. Mm -hmm. I think if I could start making products for automation and robotics, that's going to be 
paramount yep. to things because yep. I think everything else has somewhat been played out, right? I, it just, it kind of is. And um, no one's really tapped into the automation and robotics. I mean, of course we all have, but mm-hmm. it's not everywhere as we all thought it should be. I mean, when I was in Europe, I was shocked at Emo, the oh, yeah. amount of automation and machine tending that was visible that you could actually see yep. versus here. It's, it's, not, it's not the same. So I feel like we still have a stigma against automation, yeah. But it's coming. Yeah. I, I think that's starting to change. I mean, the biggest, the, the biggest example to me is my dad. My dad was so against automation <laughs> for everything. I was like, "You're killing me." Um, but I understand because the philosophy was, if like you had high mix, low volume, which is what we are, we have the small mm-hmm. batches, yep. and we're constantly turning over. That automation could not play and did not play into your space. Yep. But it's changed so much. And I, the, the affordability is another big piece right. of it. And the fact that now it's it's easier to program, it's easier to manage. They are making things like the cobots um, mm-hmm. and the robo jobs of the world where you don't need the hundreds and thousands anymore for it to make sense. Yeah. You could do 20. Yep. So. Well, and I think you're onto something there because there are a couple of things going on. I mentioned the baby boomers. The fact is we don't have the numbers yeah. People, that's the biggest generation in totally. recent time. So necessarily, we're going to have to replace some of the lower tier jobs to get people skilled into the higher level. Things. Yeah. So there's there's that. And then, like you mentioned, that technology is changing so fast. It's so much Rapidly. more flexible. Yes. Um, so much more affordable. So, yeah. And AI is really starting to oh, come yeah. into the space. Yep. Right. So I was just down at Mazak last week for their Discover Mazak 2023 event. And I was shocked at how they've put AI into their manufacturing equipment, their machinery. And I didn't understand how important it is. And so they were talking about how there's a new technology for their AI that is um, how it would show the spindle health. And it does a check every so often. So every time the machine's running... It gets all the analytics and it starts to understand what it actually should be at. And when it starts to kind of go into the yellow zone, it'll start dictating like, okay, if you keep running it this way at this speeds with this type of ratios, you're going to need to replace a bearing within like six months. And so it feeds that to you. And it's so great because in today's age where a, you can't get people Mm -hmm. to work anymore, right? Or, Or everyone's starting to kind of age out and retire. You're losing the maintenance portion. Right. Yeah. And so now if you can have that feature, that AI, which tells you like, yep, in six months, we're going to send you that bearing because you're going to need to replace it. Yep. It's so much easier than taking the whole little part, being down, which is so like so oh, costly yeah. yes. and having yeah. to figure it out yourself. As a friend of mine used to say, you want to avoid the loud and expensive noises. No, oh, I just had one <laughs> oh, last week and crash? I wanted to cry. <laughs> oh, geez, yes. So we're down with one machine because it just was a, a big boom. And I was like, that doesn't. That's not a good yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. No. But that AI would have been wonderful to say, hey, <laughs> so you know, don't worry about this right turret, there. but maybe you should look at the rails. You know, like, give me some guidance here. <laughs> yeah, well, so technology will finally catch up and you won't have to face that again. Oh, good. Um, so before we wrap up, we're getting down here toward the end. Oh, my goodness. Um, is there anything about what you have going on that we haven't talked about? We've covered a lot of ground. But yeah. You also cover a lot of ground. I know. It's crazy. No, I just... <laughs> I think what's super cool is coming to these types of events and the networking and getting to see people and meet people. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, 
because we didn't have that for so long. Yeah. So it's really exciting to get back on the floor and, and learn about the new technology that's out here, the new solutions, um, even down to the tooling. That has changed drastically. Oh, so yeah. that's more updated and more exciting, and, and I love being a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting what you say about people being happy to be back out here. I've been to a few shows since COVID finally unleashed its grip yeah. on us. And it's just amazing how people are, they're just thrilled to be back out in person, yeah. seeing people yeah, on the floor of a show like yeah, this. Yeah, and, and the bar yesterday was jam-packed, oh, I heard. Boy. So everyone was at the bar having a good time till one <laughs> thirty in the morning. I was not part of that crew. Maybe tonight I will be. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, well, that's part of these shows, too. Yeah, that's, that's the networking. It right? is. And it's a good camaraderie, and it's really fun because then you get to meet people on, like, a different level, right? Like, no one here. It's like you're working, and it's it's a different atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to the bar, everyone's kind of let their hair loose and, and have a good time. Yep. So it's fun. Yeah. Well, and speaking of fun, we also wouldn't be doing uh, you justice if we only talked about business. So yeah. What do you do for fun? Oh, Lord. In all, in all that uh, spare time. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I ride horses. Oh, excellent. I'm a competitive show jumper. Wow. Yeah, so I travel around when I can to yeah. go compete. So I'm in Cincinnati a lot for horse shows, uh, up in Chicago, down in Florida. So kind of wherever I can go to sneak around to, to go do that. But that's my happy space. That's mm-hmm. what I do to kind of regroup. Um I love to golf, but it's just becoming so maddening. I was really good at one point, and uh, now it's just now it's more frustrating to golf than it is to enjoy. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I try to go out with friends. Um, but the horse thing is is massive for me. That keeps me grounded and happy. And I've I've heard that when I don't ride, I'm told go ride because you're being very mean. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, when I get that cue, I go to the barn. I get it. I, I'm have been my entire life an avid bicyclist and same thing if i get out of riding for a while i'm definitely not and you feel it yeah yeah Yeah. and i feel like i'm a i'm a better leader i'm a better owner i'm a better everything when i finally can kind of do me yeah yeah definitely well okay um i'm actually going to get you out of here early what yes um, that is crazy. Which is fantastic because you have a lot of stuff to cover out here. I know. Uh, I'm afraid I'm, to like even check my email. So uh, <laughs> other, I like don't even want to. Can you just keep me here? I feel like the longer I'm here, the less I have to do. So. It is the other downside <laughs> of coming to something like this. You work your tail off to free up the time to get out here. Yeah. And then you know it's all piling up while you're here. I know. And then you get home and. And then I have no feet because I'm always in heels. And so that needs some resting, some Epsom salt baths as well. <laughs> um, something I don't have to deal with. You did share with me just before we got on that, yes. It's tough being, being a woman. A woman yeah. I... <laughs> it's fun. And then it's not when you have to wake up early to get ready. I, I Right when you said that, and I fully understood because I took my shower and ran my Jim, stop it. I'm getting very upset now. (laughs) (laughs) The other things that these women who are joining us in the manufacturing world have to deal with. Literally. So, yes, give them some space, people. Yes. They have lots to deal with. Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. Nicole, thank you so much. Oh, my gosh, Tim. It's been such a pleasure, especially in person. It's a different vibe. I'm all about it. It's exciting.
Well, good. Um, and I will be in touch. You know, I need to come down and see you. Guys. Oh my gosh, please. You always yeah. have an, an open invitation. Thank you. Come see the automation. Come see the young crew. Cause I told you I've got a, right? a young, yeah. So the average age is 32. So we're young. Wow. I know. Yep. So the only boomer is my dad and I can't boom him out. So <laughs> I understand. Um, I, you wouldn't happen to know, um, hold on. It'll come to me. Gina Thorson at Stormy Cromer. It sounds like she sounds familiar. So she is a fellow female business leader. Okay. She makes the Stormy Cromer hats. The, okay. Um, kind of iconic winter hat with the flat hold down ear flaps. Oh. Um, she just took over the CEO position at her company last summer. Okay. And I went to see her. Uh, it's in my hometown of Ironwood, Michigan, by the way. So. I was in my hometown, went out to the shop, and went and chatted with Gina, and I said, so how's Bob doing? And she said, oh, he's fine. He's in here every day. Yes. <laughs> every day. My dad is, I'm like, do you, good Lord, yes. do you need, do you want to pick up a, like a hobby? Like, go golf, go do something. But it's, I think that's the beauty of it, right? I mean, like, that's his baby, and he yep. needs to, that's, yep. I think when I talk about me having to ride, because that's my happy space. I think the company and all of his insanity is his happy space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and someday you'll get to that point and you'll understand, right? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you might just go ride. I'm going to go ride. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Nicole. Thanks, Great Jeff. having you here. And um, we are here all day long, so I'm going to be back. I, I have lunch right now. I, I yeah, but I'm still the best break. of all of today. So I'm, I'm not going to say the morning. I'm going to call it. So all right. I'm it's doing all downhill yeah. from here. <laughs> We, okay, folks, you're going to have to gauge that. So do sign back on. We'll yeah. be back here at 1230. And, uh, yeah, got a whole uh, the whole afternoon book solid. So With really good here. people, Joe. Yeah. Yes, very, very good, good people from the uh, American Gear Manufacturers Association Motion and Power Technology Expo at Huntington Place in Detroit. We will be back in just a little while. Thanks for tuning in to Manufacturing Talks with Jim Vinosky. Watch for new episodes dropping every Tuesday. And don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe.